Welcome to the Backseat Fantasy Podcast, featuring your host, Mario. You know, as I sit here looking at my championship belts, I can't help but feel that I'm overqualified for this. Senior stat. Mr. D's. You have the worst trade proposals I've ever seen. The world's worst psychic, Castro. Fonz is our next champion. And last and probably least, Big, Big, Big Willie. You know who the f- Shit bowl is? It's me. It's time for another episode of Nonsense from the least qualified fantasy analysts in the business. So buckle up and enjoy the view from behind as the guys take you on the backseat ride of your life. are back uh mario with me again oh this is already fucked up uh mario here <laughs> god i'm not used to not doing it the normal way here joined with uh me is jose and not oh, this is fucked jose and william what's up guys what up idiot backseat fantasy what up <laughs> What's up? What's up? The voice you are not hearing, thankfully, for you know, so oh, guys, thank goodness, is Castro. Bummer of an episode for him to miss. I know he had a lot to say about a couple of things, yeah, we're gonna cover involving you and me specifically, William. Um, yeah, I bet, I bet he'd probably already comment about how it's off the rails because like it took me 30 seconds to get through the expedited intro <laughs> we were gonna try, uh, but. We're back. Castro had scheduling issues, which I assume means uh, school, because that's all he usually does, as far as I know. Um, I, actually, we forgot to bring up last time, he had a birthday. Oh, uh, yeah. The day yeah. after our last recorded episode, I didn't think about it when we recorded it, and forgot to ask him what he was doing. Uh, I, th- I think he just told me he was turning 30, and he was... That was it. There was nothing exciting going on. I don't know. Did he tell any of you guys? I mean, I don't want to put his shit out there, but I'm going yeah, to say that. I, I know. I know. One thing, but I, <laughs> I, know I don't know of any other high. events that might have been going on. But... <laughs> all right. All right. We'll let him tell it if he feels nah, like it. I already said it. <laughs> well, you know, maybe they glossed over it and didn't okay, hear it. Okay, we were okay. sort of laughing over it. Right. I'll say it. I mean, they're going to think it's worse than it really is at this That's point. <laughs> Listen closely <laughs> in the past 10 seconds of this podcast. <laughs> right. uh, he's out. He's uh, he's over 30 now, so uh, he already has a body of a 60-year-old, so I don't, I don't think it's too upsetting for him. <laughs> You're savage. Right. Well, he does. <laughs> if he wants to defend himself, he should have showed up. Okay. And actually, he would agree. Okay. Anyway, he's out for the day. Uh, He'll probably be back on the next one when we preview, but we are here to recap everything that happened. We're a day late, so it may not be super fresh, but uh, we're going to recap most of Sunday and then a little bit of what the Cowboys did on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, So Castro had his birthday. Jose, I know you said it was kind of a slow week. Same for me. Uh, William, you you had a new addition to the family, though, didn't you? Yeah, uh, nine months pregnant came pretty quickly. And, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I, um, not again. my cousin, <laughs> not, not, not like this. 
<laughs> my cousin's uh, dog had puppies, about like seven or eight of them. And uh, I think it was about a few weeks ago, I went to go stop by and uh, check out the puppies. And the mom is a pure breed German Shepherd and the dad is like a Rottweiler mix. And uh, yeah, there was one of one of the puppies there named Prince, my son fell in love with. And he fell in love with it because he likes to cuddle. And he's just real chill and, and, and lazy. Uh, so I said, all right, let's do this, you know. And so we decided to get a puppy. And uh, she messaged me of, on Sunday saying, hey, the puppies are ready to get picked up. Like, whenever you like, um, go ahead and, and let me know when. So we decided on Monday to pick up uh, Prince and uh, surprise my son Monday afternoon after he got off school. And he cried like happy tears. So was, oh, he didn't know. He, he didn't, didn't know we were gonna do it. Not, well, That's he knew, awesome. but he thought we were gonna. T- we weren't originally. The plan was to wait until Halloween, um, mm-hmm. but sure not to be sooner than that. And he decided to name uh, the puppy um, Cuddles, and I tried to convince him otherwise, but <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work. So we're yelling around, Cuddles, come here, Cuddles. Cuddles, no. <laughs> Cuddles, get. I have yet to hear that. I can't wait to uh, hear it. Dude, you're going to laugh. You're so going to laugh. Like, this dog is going to get so big. Um, it's just going to be like, Cuddles, get over here. Like, but, uh, <laughs> Maybe a nickname. Maybe a nickname for backup. I, I guess, man. I, I tried. You know, I was like, we could have named him Goku. You know? And he was like, no. <laughs> Cuddles. Cuddles. We Cuddles. All right, cool. That's where we're at. I don't mind. But he was super happy. I uh, am living the puppy dog life now. So if you have any suggestions, um, it's been a while. Um, so uh, you said German Shepherd and Pitbull Rottweiler? Rottweiler 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 mix. I don't know much about rots other than that they look really cool. Uh, Germans I know are supposed to be brilliant. So all I would say is get that thing trained up because it's probably got a hyperactive brain and needs a lot of stimulation. Yeah, well, this one's a lazy one, but uh, but he's he's already like running around. We're making him run around every day, and like mm. he's been going to the restroom outside for the majority of the part. So he's been doing good. I would uh, recommend a puppy bell uh, by the door. That's so that, yeah. Yes. So I went over to your sister uh, this weekend actually for her birthday party, Mario. And oh, Mario's sister. That. I was like, what? Yeah, sister. Mario's sister. <laughs> and uh, she had a puppy bell. And I went to PetSmart and tried to figure out if they had it there. They didn't. So I texted your sister and asked her if she uh, where she got it. So I'm going to actually get one. One of those. That's right. She's got a whole zoo going on over there. Bro. Um, yeah, she does. That reminds me. I totally forgot. If she, I, I hadn't talked to her in a long time, but I called her this past week. <laughs> and she just happened to mention like, yeah, I'm about to have a party. And I invited Will. I was like, oh, he didn't mention that. And then like three hours later, I get I get like toddler pictures of me sent yeah. from you. And if I if I hadn't talked to her and known you were going to be over there, I would have been so fucking confused. Like, where is he <laughs> that he's getting these pictures? I didn't know she had those. I don't remember how that, how that came up. But she was just like, oh, look at Mario. And like, look at me. And I was just like, oh, look at that idiot. I'm gonna take a picture. <laughs> take a picture of this. Hold on, and then send it to him. <laughs> so, yeah, don't remember how that came up, but it did. Uh, I, I imagine alcohol was involved. How was the party? Uh, it was chill, man. I was the only guy there. Everybody else was 
You and a bunch of lesbians. Exactly. So it was a <laughs> very interesting conversation, but I didn't mind it. It was fun. You know, Stephanie was like, aren't you glad you're the only guy here? Aren't you glad you came? I'm like, you did warn me. Like, yeah, I had fun. You know, I would have loved if it was a big like man hating party. They're just talking about <laughs> why, why no. they prefer girls and how guys. No, suck. It, was, it was just you know sex positions and and, and <laughs> sex and uh, just, just sitting off in the positions. corner like mm, okay yeah. yeah so it was like a party with your brother pretty much <laughs> dude he would have loved it he would have loved it he, but Myra was there and she was in vacation Myra mode a little bit a little bit she's like one vacation Myra so you know how that goes. <laughs> Oh, that sounds fun. Um, all right. Well, right, let's get to actual football. Uh, man, yeah, we didn't get a replacement. I, you know, I sort of hit the ground running trying to get in position for this one. I did ask your brother on the way home, and he was just all somber fonts mode. And he's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, and no. I didn't. I didn't ask Justin because again, this is kind of this is kind of quick that we needed to to get this out, but. I did get some feedback about the last one. As you guys know, I'm taking the shortcut method just to kind of turn it out and get it out. And so I'm going to ask us. I don't think it was us. Pretty Actually, I'm, I'm positive it wasn't us. But uh, the the clicking, if we can keep the mouse clicking to a minimum. Oh, I know who that was. And, uh, and the face touching, the, the bearding, the beard. And I think those were both the beard, Justin, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Like, 100%. The ice, you know, it's the <laughs> yeah, okay. We know the ice was Justin for sure, and I was like, Yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of the downfall of, of having the shortcut, like having it out, you know, within hours of finishing versus uh, you know, a full day plus. So, I do like the quick turnaround. I like that, you know, as soon as we talk about it the next morning, people have access, especially for a preview one, like so that it's there on Saturday for people to have all day to kind of uh roll their eyes at whatever we're saying about their teams or uh, maybe we get in their heads a little bit about who they should or shouldn't start or, but, or just so it can be on record that they can kind of have bulletin board material coming in. So I think I want to try and do that. Maybe we just be a little more careful. Like maybe don't fuck up the open as soon as we start so that I don't have to, uh, we'll get there. Get clever. Yeah. We'll get a good start then. Yeah. Let's start. Anyway, uh, the reason Vons maybe didn't want to be on, we'll start with his matchup. <laughs> His was really the only close one of the entire week. He faced off against Justin, as we mentioned. That's why Justin was here. Mm. Um, and after Sunday came out of the wash, it all pretty much came down to Monday Night Football. Cowboys, Eagles. Justin had a one-point lead, and all he had left was Dallas Goddard, the Eagles' backup tight end, and the Cowboys' defense. Not bad, but he's going up against Dak Prescott, like a top-five fantasy quarterback. And I told Justin today, like, your situation was actually impossible. It was actually impossible to win with that duo, the quarterback or the defense and tight end against a quarterback as good as Dak. Except it, Justin got every miracle break he needed from uh, Dak fumbling in the end zone to lose two points to the touchdown that kind of looked like a touchdown on the goal line that got mm -hmm. called back. Mm -hmm. to a passing touchdown to Zeke that looked like a touchdown but mm -hmm. went down on the one instead, and then they ran it in. Dak still had a pretty good game, 20 points overall. But all those breaks combined with Goddard catching two balls, and one of them was like for 40 yards early in the game. Yep. Um, got him 66 yards total on two catches. And then the Cowboys defense, of course, uh, two sacks, two interceptions, one of those returned for a touchdown. 
gave Justin one extra point that he needed to maintain and steal that lead over Fonz, beating him 96.3 to 95.2 in a what must have been a, a heartbreaker for Bob. I was watching it next to him, and I was like, Fonz, you might lose. And he's like, as soon as they had the pick six, I go, isn't that Justin's defense? He goes, oh, shit. <laughs> he looked at the score. <laughs> Dude, when was the last time the Cowboys – I mean, I love the Cowboys. A pick six, though. We are uh, – I don't have the data on it, but we are not – Historically, recent years have not been a good team at forcing turnovers. We're Hell like no. bottom bottom five in the league forever. And a uh, pick six at like that. Yeah, to not only force one but take it all the way back. We got a little lucky that Devontae Smith fell down. Uh, that sort of that sort of made Justin it easy for Diggs. But lucky. <laughs> Justin had all the luck. You would have thought he had the voodoo witch magic because that that was a total Miller move that he did. My gosh. Imagine if that didn't happen. That's like six points taken away automatically. And my brother would have done that for sure, right? Oh, easy. It should have been an easy win for Fonz. It was actually impossible what what happened to happen. That alone. I don't know. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I I called Justin a win last Friday or whatever. (laughs) I I, I was the only one. I was like, Justin's going to win this. I never had a doubt. I didn't even look at their score until Monday night when I was watching the game. And I was like, oh, wow. Justin's going to win this. He's actually going to win this. So. You mean late Monday night, not pregame Monday night? Uh, no, you're right. Le- like mid-game Monday, I was like, "Oh wow!" Like I called this right. I, I, <laughs> it, was, it was gonna happen. I, I told Justin too. Did you? After. Well, he was on. The, he was on the episode, right? And then I, I messaged him after, like, "Oh man, like congrats on the win! I told you." Yeah. Well, what's funny is we were watching it, and we thought maybe at the end of the game the Eagles were going to go down and score, which would have cost Justin some points for the Dallas D. And so we were all watching. There was like two full minutes, except Justin works the game. So he was at there watching it. So when there was still two minutes left on our TV feed, he had already seen it. He's like, phew, like we dodged a bullet there. I'm like, oh, I guess the Eagles don't score because he's like has instant access to it. Uh, Just ripped Fonz's heart out right there. So that takes each of them now to one and two. Fonz was this close to being two and one. Justin was this close to being 0 and three. He avoids that. Uh, with with a minor Monday night miracle, uh, not much really to highlight for their players. Uh, nothing really significant stood out. The one thing I will point out is Ceh, who Justin said he believed in, uh, after two pretty mediocre performances in weeks one and two, kind of got it back. Rushed for a hundred yards, got in the end zone, which is hard for him to do. Ended up with uh, close to fifteen points on the day, which obviously every point mattered this week. Uh, the other miracle Justin got was Antonio Gibson did almost nothing, but he caught one ball for 73 yard touchdown. And that was 13 of his 16 points right there. Again, like yeah. a miracle that he, he needed to happen. And uh, he really struck out with Robbie Anderson, who had less than a point and Rondale Moore, who also had less than a point. And I told him as like, I looked at his bench and again, um, Oh no, I lost the page. Uh, Cedric Wilson scored on his bench. And uh, I think one of his other receivers who I'm forgetting at the moment and I lost the feed. Beware of the clicking. So I'm about to punch around. <laughs> oh no. Uh, but anyway, like I felt like every week the team, the player that goes off is on his bench. And so he sees them go off like Robbie Anderson or uh, Rondale Moore. And then he puts them in, and then they do nothing. I was like, dude, your team is just a human whack-a-mole. Like someone pops up, and they're like, oh, here he is. Here he is. So he puts them in, and then they disappear again. So that's 
what he's up against. And oh, uh, he's MVS. really lucky, I think. MVS yeah. got a touchdown. Who? That's right. Marquez Valdez. Oh. Uh, yeah. I was going to say he also had Jeremy Nichols score a touchdown, so I was going to wonder if he's going to start him next week or week four. I hope not. I Were you salty know. about McNichols taking away from Henry? No, it's whatever. He's Henry's still a good game. So, yeah. fine. Don't need to be greedy. <laughs> Share the love. Uh, on the other side... Fonz, like I said, not a whole lot of single players to to kind of go over in each of these, but uh, I mean, Dak Kamara, the only one to really highlight the guy, uh, Mister Boomer Bust Tyler Lockett, after two monster games, finally came back down to earth. Four catches on four targets, but only thirty one yards. Mm-hmm. If he had had ten more yards. Uh, we'd have a very different scenario, and we'll see if this comes back later on. What I love is as we get towards the end of the season and we have those playoff scenarios, everyone's just separated by like one or two games by the end. So uh, strong, high probability that this will end up mattering. And uh, I just can't believe Justin did it. Good for him for avoiding 0-3 because nobody wants to be 0-3. Nope. It is quite a hole to... To dig, dig yourself out of. Yes. There it is. Uh, Jose, I might be backwards again, but we only do stats on previews, right? Not recaps. Correct. Okay. Well, suck it, Fonz. <laughs> Congrats, Justin. Congrats to Justin. Uh, yeah, it does kill me. Like, I want him to get his players right. He's just in that scenario where there's like five guys to choose from every week and he's just got to pick three of them. And he just keeps uh, striking out, but got enough from from his guys this week. Uh, Maybe we'll add Netflix in the, in the in the coming years. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, you'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> another kicker. Uh, well, let's let's get to you, William. Uh, we gave you a pretty hard time uh, this past week about mm. your points against, which you still have the softest points against. By far, well, but you helped counteract it. Mm-hmm. You helped counteract it a little bit with your monster 129.14 game. This close to being the high score on the week. Yes. Until Miller had to fuck with you. He totally fucking did for no reason. <laughs> no fucking reason. What do you? Castro said the same thing. No reason. They're like, of course there is a reason. He wanted 20 bucks. He's probably like, you know what? I want some free coffee tomorrow. I okay. Jinx William real quick. I, I was sitting next okay. to him while we were watching the Cowboys game, and midway through that game, he was like, "Oh shit, I think I think I can actually do win the high score." And I was like, "Man," <laughs> uh, and then he like busts out his phone. I was like, "Are you gonna text Will? Like, hey, congrats on the high score." He's like, "I don't know, should I?" And I was like, "I, I th- kind of think you should." <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> so, so, so obviously that's what he did. Yeah. Wow. All right, that's cool. Sorry. I was mad at you because I couldn't catch up. I was down to like a point or less than a point. Oh, that's you. right. And I was yeah. like pissed that it wasn't going to be me. So it's not me. It's not. Yeah, me. you came. You came real close to Jose. We'll talk about yours uh, here in a bit. But William, yeah, it looked like you were kind of running away with it early. And for context, what Miller did is what Miller does: is anytime mm-hmm. things slightly aren't going his way, he sends it like a a false modesty message in the group chats just saying a sarcastic like hey congrats congrats honey win 
again, for context, if anyone doesn't know, highest score of the week wins 20 bucks. So that was, you know, William didn't win it at all last year. I'm pretty sure Miller won it like five times. Mm-hmm. What's up, Will? But I was going to say, and to add to that, I had forgotten about the, the rule of if you don't pay, <laughs> you don't, uh, you don't, you don't qualify for the $20. And I remember you guys texting me early on in the middle of the day, like, hey, you don't get any money because you haven't paid. And I was like, you uh-huh. motherfuckers. Like, just, <laughs> there's always something. And I was like, let me send you my money. Well, uh, to be fair, you, I mean, oh, you said, no, no, it's <laughs> yeah. not your fault. It's not. Completely mine, but I was just like, fucking course. <laughs> well, yeah, just pay on time. Now, I was going to honor it because you sent it pretty immediately. And I, you know, I've kind of been behind this whole season, much like my fucking team. But I've been behind on like little things like reminders, like, hey, you know, I sent it once. Maybe you thought it and forgot it like it happens. Uh, but uh, I won't call out. I think there's only two people left to pay. There were three until Sunday, William. You were one of them. We'll call them out. Well, um, I'm going to call them out. I don't know who it is. But if you want to be, if you want to partake in this, pay your hundred dollars, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll see one of them soon. So, anyway, I sent you that, and then you uh, you said, "Oh, I didn't know that was the rule. I'll pay now." It's like uh, you're supposed to pay at the beginning of the year, like everybody else. Not just I said I forgot that's the rule. about the rule. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, don't worry, the 20 bucks is coming back, except Miller had to text you real late and say, hey, congrats on your 20 bucks. And then, of course, right after that, Zeke ends up scoring and Miller – who else did he have besides Zeke? Amari Cooper? Yeah. Amari uh, uh, did nothing. He had like two points. It was all Zeke. Uh, his best game, not only of the season, I'm pretty sure his best game since Miller acquired him like for a trade since, for that trade last year. So yeah. full-on witchcraft once again. Well, worked out. Because of all that, I had started contemplating. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something fun for our followers and our fans that listen on the podcast. So I'm saying it now that if I ever win the you know the most points, you know, get this close again, and I win those twenty dollars, I'm going to give it away. Figure out a way to give it away to one of our listeners. I just haven't figured out a way to do it yet, but I'll figure something out. And give away twenty dollars to uh, make it possible for you to win those. So that's only to our fans and our listeners, not the people you, in this. You fantasy. should have a contest. Yeah, you should have a contest. Whoever can draw the coolest picture of you, or uh, yeah, I don't know. I, this could be fun. But I thought of that. I was like, we need to do that. That could be lots of fun. I'll give away my yeah, twenty dollars. No, you cannot. <laughs> you you cannot partake in this. All right, I don't have the money. I just want to submit a photo. <laughs> We'll give it to Myra, and Myra can partake in it. She's a listener. <laughs> I don't think she is. I don't think she is. <laughs> <laughs> giving you an out here, dude. Just go with it. Uh, all right. Well, well, sorry. Well, that was the that was the subplot of your game, but your actual game. I will give you credit yes. where credit is earned. Uh, we made fun of your offense because your defense is stout. No one scores any points on you, which held true this week. Uh, your opponent, Michelle, I think scored the fewest points. Of anyone in the league at, at 73.04, you won 129.14. So the biggest win on the uh, on the week throughout the entire league. Speaking of which, Jose, is there a new like uh, – yes. is that a new like template for the weekly report? Yeah, they rolled it what? out on uh, Monday 
I guess they put it into production and, you know, the idea was the next day, everyone would get on Tuesday, their weekly reports. And, um, I like yeah, it. no, I love it. It's very, very clean. Uh, very good looking. It is. They had some extra cool. stuff too, too. So I'll, uh, I don't know if Michelle put it on the story or whatever, but, um, maybe she can grab that and screenshot it so that people can see what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, one of those was, yeah, I think you won best manager. Will for the week as in you had the most efficient starting lineup of anyone as far mm-hmm. as points you could have earned and points you actually earned best manager biggest blowout and overachiever Dang. yeah overachiever meaning you're pro- you were projected for like 102 and you scored 129 so mm-hmm. solid week for you william uh i was giving shit to your brother saying i think he screwed you in the justin herbert deal and then <laughs> sort of how my year has been going being wrong about everything uh, yes. justin herbert proceeds to light up the chiefs 281 yards, four touchdowns, two-point conversion, and 16 rushing yards. He got 30 points. Some of those, a lot of those, to your boy who continued to stay hot. This yeah, year uh, takes five years to to blossom, Mike Williams. He's looking good. He's looking good. I like it. Touchdown machine. I think he's going to cool down this week, though. Shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's been you playing said well. it a couple episodes ago. You're like, oh, every now and then I'll, I'll throw you a touchdown to Keenan Allen. I was like, oh, I appreciate it. I think Keenan Allen got a guy. touchdown this week. No, but he wants more. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can share the love, but I mean, we got to share it back too. Fair, fair. Okay. He wants to get on, on Thielen's level. I was going to knock your, your running backs because I saw Chase Edmonds was your RB2, but really your RB1 is probably Swift, who you just happen to have at the bottom. Yeah. But like – Swifts, and I know I always joke about it, but Chris Carson is a legit running back. I think he's ranked, yeah, he's RB ten right now in the season, so he's a number one running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me and say, like it. Chase Edmonds got two touchdowns taken away from him because fucking James oh, did Conner. So I'm glad oh. catching that here because he'd be like, oh, James Conner this and James Conner that. I told you, you know, so. <laughs> Um, yeah, James Conner ended up taking two touchdowns away from Chase Edmonds. I was pretty upset about that. Uh, when you said taken away, I thought he scored them and like a penalty called him back, but he didn't even get the attempt on it, so I don't, well, one of I don't them, count that as much. Uh, I guess, yeah, one of them he did. It was like first and goal, second and goal, and uh, at that point, he couldn't score and run again, so he put in James Conner. And he scored. Mm. Yeah, that's the danger. It's the danger, but you know what? As your RB3, that's fine because – Swift has looked good since getting healthy, and um, good. Carson. Like I told you, I I I I speak in hyperbole a lot when it comes to Carson calling him the best running back ever, but he's solid. Back to back double digit games for you, eighty yards and a touchdown, two more catches mm-hmm. for him on the year. So Swift Carson, the fact that Cooks is literally the only Texan that can catch a football, and uh, that Mike Williams pops like this. If these guys stay healthy, uh, it's. It's probably not a fluke that you're off to a, a hot start. Gasecki finally put up more than four points. Did he? So, yeah, that was what I was going to tell you. Gasecki looked like shit when two was in there, and now that two is out, he's looked a little bit better. Oh, Zero week one. He played a lot more snaps too, 39% week one and then 64 and 66. So he got on the field more. But he had 12 targets with Jacoby Brissett. So it looks like you better hope Tua stays on the sideline as long as possible. We'll see. I hope so. Uh, anyone else you care to share your feelings on on your side while you're here? You know, it's hard to say it, but Galladay has been a big disappointment. Just saying. 
That's true. He was supposed to be your number one. And meanwhile, Cooks and Williams have kind of stepped in yeah. to that role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any hope that he'll turn it around? That maybe it's a combination of him being in a new offense and he's kind of been dealing with an injury? I'm hoping he does turn it around, but I, I don't think it's going to happen until like midseason. I think I'm really hoping that Jacoby Myers um, throws a more consistent uh, – is more of a consistent player in that offense. We'll see. Yeah, he's looked okay. He's dealing with the rookie quarterback, which traditionally are not great, but he got 14 targets mm-hmm. this past week. So if he's going to get that kind of volume, uh, no matter who's throwing him the ball, he should be should be startable. And uh, I don't know. What's his rank right now? Our wide receiver 57? Mm-hmm. Uh, yet sense. to score. And that's a big deal because the Patriots offense has not looked great. Yeah. So lower touchdowns overall obviously means lower opportunity for touchdowns on him. And he's gotten nine, six, and 14 targets, but his highest yardage is 94. So, yeah, the peripherals are there. You want to see all that volume and all those snaps and all those targets, but he's not doing anything with them. So maybe Mac Jones will catch a hot streak. Hope so. Yeah, at first I gotta say when before the games even started, it, I was uh, concerned. I was like, I really hope Michelle doesn't beat me, because then you guys are just laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't blame you for feeling that way. We really, we really set it up that way. But yeah, you had you said uh, overachiever, biggest blowout, second most points on the week. Uh, Michelle had been had been competitive for a couple games there. Uh, this week was just rough. I think we talked about Baker. We said if you want a safe like fifteen to seventeen points, like yeah. that's that's your guy. Sixteen point nine four, right in the Baker zone. That's where he lives. Is right in that area. Uh, McKissick. I mean, he's the second running back on his own team. Only had three. Tyson Williams, rough day. Only five carries. I didn't realize that. Um. Claypool, he hasn't had that big monster game yet, but a lot like Jacoby Myers, he had a shitload of targets. He had 15 and caught nine of them, but only for yeah. 96. Roethlisberger looks bad. Busted, yeah. He oh, does keep bad. looking at Claypool like on the deep routes, so I feel like they just need to con- – I mean, I say they just need to connect in the in the coming games, but the way, the way Ben's looking, Big Ben, man, it's just – I don't know if that's going to happen, but obviously Claypool's getting the targets because there's a stat line, 9 for 15, or 9 receptions for 96, but targeted mm-hmm. 15 times. So That's nuts. 15 targets. Uh, we'll talk about his other favorite target when we get to Castro's team. Hmm. Uh, one of the lone bright spots on Michelle's team, Cooper Cup, wide receiver one in all formats at the moment. Back-to-back-to-back. Yeah, uh, back 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 mon- his – his worst game is when he had 108 yards and a touchdown. God, yeah. I think all the other uh, games he scored two touchdowns. He seems to be loving uh, having Matt Stafford there. And uh seems like Stafford loves having him there because, yeah, 96 yards and two more touchdowns. He ended up on the trade block, William. Are you going to buy? I was going to say, yeah, she did put him on the trade uh, block. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to buy. She's going to want like five first rounders from him. <laughs> and two young like prospects yeah mm-hmm. she does want picks uh when i talked to her about it earlier Fonz has mine for this year so i'm kind of i'm kind of out of the running um but i did mention what you said jose like why don't you just instead of picks like why don't you take 
young prospects who you've actually seen some film on and know whether or not they have any talent. And she tried looking around and it's just, obviously people don't want to part with those guys either because, you know, they're growing and people hope to have them for the future. But if she's going to move cup, like that's a full on commitment to uh, not playing for today. Um, Kyle Pitts, I really haven't heard his name much this year, and that's because he hasn't really done too much from the looks of it. 31, 73, and 35 yards across his three games. I mean, this is what they said about rookie tight ends, right? They they very rarely boom in their first year, and Matt Ryan doesn't look like uh, young Matt Ryan anymore. <laughs> Hell no, he doesn't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've heard any Kyle Pitts talk since like before week one, and at that point, everyone was projecting him to have like twenty fantasy points a game. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it, that that talk has has cooled down since. Quiet start, but actually, as we look at it, yeah, he's tied in eighteen overall on the season. Which, yeah, if he starts getting in the end zone, maybe, and I, I could easily see him catching fire. He's he's only played three games ever. I'm pretty sure at this time last year. Uh, like Justin Jefferson wasn't even like the number three receiver on his team. I think he'd had like four catches on the year. So definitely not time to panic. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Trevor Lawrence was the right call to sit him second game under 10 points as he only had 219 yards, two picks and two fumbles, man. It tore him up. Yeah. Uh, bench warmer of the week. Peyton Barber got a lot of love with Josh Jacobs out 111 yards and a touchdown on Michelle's bench. Wouldn't have made a difference overall. She would have had more points, but you know, so Peyton Barber does dude. It's a trap. Remember having this, that this, guy was, on my team. <laughs> this was the second week Josh Jacobs was out or first. I think this is the first week. Yeah. I don't remember if he played last week or I not. I think last week he might've got hurt in the middle of the, the game or towards the end. I don't remember. Because I, I had him on my roster last week, and he didn't do that, but I would have only picked him up. I was playing Michelle. I would have only picked him up if Josh Jacobs was going to sit. So I think he's been out two weeks straight. Anyways, oh, pissed that he does that when he's not on my team. Um, <laughs> could have kept him for a few more weeks, but whatever. Uh, the, what's more interesting to me, I'm pretty sure Kenyon Drake is active. So yeah. they just signed this guy off the streets, and he gets 23 carries for 111. I. Justin's right. He told me he wasn't worried about Kenyon Drake, and clearly uh, the Raiders don't value him at all, which is nuts. I guess he's no longer good. But anyway, William, congratulations to you. You remain one of the final two undefeated teams. Yeah, thank you. I'd like to thank my fans. And, uh, yeah. Your only fans? Natty G. And my other fans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Michelle drops to 0 and 3 on the season. Um, yeah, she's just trying to scrape by with no running back. She just had a bad break with ETN going down. Well, I mean, she drafted ETN injured, and obviously Dobbins, who she acquires out for the year too. So this is uh, it's gonna be how it goes. But like I said, she's trying to stay competitive and wants to beat most people she she wins or she goes up against. So she can play spoiler man. That. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, it's its its own kind of fun when you just know, like, all right, I'm not going to make it, but I can at least fuck it up for somebody else. Mm-hmm. It is pretty fun. Uh, well, from there, let's jump into getting this over with. I'm really glad Castro is not here for this one. <laughs> uh, uh, my okay. matchup. 
against Miller. We just talked about how Miller scored the most points ahead of you, William, which obviously means that he scored more than me as well. He scored a lot more than me, as it turns out. Uh, 133 to my 88. Um, Two things of emphasis to focus on on this one, and they both involve quarterbacks. I'll start with Josh Allen. I fucking hate (laughs) Josh Allen. (laughs) He actually borderline ruined my Christmas because last year when I played Miller in the playoffs, there was a game on Saturday. And the year prior when I played Miller in the finals – there was a game on Saturday. And in that game, Deshaun Watson, who I started, did nothing. And Will Fuller, who I started, got hurt. Meanwhile, whoever Miller had playing went off, of course. I was wrapping presents on the table at home alone, screaming, total opposite of the Christmas spirit. Just every terrible curse word you could think of at the situation. That was two years ago. Followed the following year. Buffalo is playing against Denver. Josh Allen goes absolutely insane. I forget his actual numbers, but I remember his fantasy points because I went to look it up and he finished with 37 on the day. His best performance of the entire year. This was on the holidays. Melvin Gordon, meanwhile, rushed for like a 50-yard touchdown, finished with 20 points on the day. And this is how the week started. So I hadn't had anybody go and I'm like, my fucking season's done. This is deja vu. I'm trying to wrap presents. And as I'm wrapping, they're like the job's getting more sloppy and the paper's getting crumbled <laughs> in my hands. Uh same thing. Luckily, I was home alone or I might have scared somebody upstairs. Uh, but yeah, 37 points. And as Josh Allen is fucking going off on me this past Sunday, I go look it up to find that it's 37 points. Well, this week, Josh Allen, again, 37.22 <laughs> points. Back-to-back time. His best games of the past two years have both been against me. 358 yards, four passing touchdowns. And then he ran in a touchdown for fun. They didn't yeah. need it. They were winning in a blowout. They just ran in it for the fuck of it. It's like he knew he was playing me. <laughs> and Miller has the gall to be like, oh, uh, it looks like Josh Allen you know, finally woke up. <laughs> were you with him that. watching that game, Jose? No, I was not, with that, not for that one. Are you sure? Illusion. <laughs> not, for, not for that one. I'm pretty sure Josh Allen's also still on the trade block, so... So Mario oh, yeah, his price probably just went up. Fuck that. I'm no, I'm a stubborn, <laughs> I'm a stubborn asshole. And uh on the flip side of Josh Allen's 37 points, Justin Fields, who we all had a conversation yeah. about that some people might remember. The debate was Justin Fields or Daniel Jones. Now, my one saving grace is that Daniel Jones only put up 16.5 points. <laughs> but on the other side, Justin Fields, who ran the ball 10 times the week prior. Had three carries this week for 12 yards, six pass completions out of 20 for 68 yards, no touchdowns, 3.92 points. So to recap, my quarterback scored under four points. Miller's quarterback scored 37 points. <laughs> that that pretty much decided the week right there. He's a rookie. He'll Justin Fields will grow out of it. He'll he'll be a, a superstar quarterback and, and a few and in several weeks. It's okay. I don't know where to begin with this. Uh, <laughs> where to put the play. He ran it 10 times in like a quarter last week. What is the coach doing? Not putting him in a situation to do run pass option or like move the pocket. They literally let him sit there and be a crash test dummy for Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, what did he have? Five sacks? Four and a half? Something like that? 
was high. Yeah. Four and a half minimum. I think it was five. Justin Fields had six completions. Miles Garrett almost had more sacks than Justin Fields had completions. The whole team had nine. The whole team had nine more, three more sacks than Fields had completions. He had the the coach was an absolute buffoon. Uh, I didn't account for that, Caster. All right, congratulations. <laughs> I would have gotten twelve more points by starting Daniel Jones, but I lost by fifty, so it didn't matter. It was over as soon as Josh Allen fucking saw me on his calendar. Uh, so none of that shit mattered. All I know now, at least I, I'm glad it didn't cost me a win. I would have lost either way. Uh, but now I know Justin Fields is going to have to have his first good game on my bench. There's no way I can I can trust. It's not that I don't trust him, even though he is raw and a rookie and he didn't look good. It's the coach. Like if the coach doesn't put him in a position to succeed, like if he was a Niner, if he was in San Francisco, no way he has a game like that. Just, I think Kyle Shanahan's smarter. Agreed. Than that. Man, I agree too. What do you think so, of what you saw, Will? You know, uh, you're not concerned for Justin Fields. You just you're blaming the coach. Yeah, I mean, because we saw a little bit of it in preseason, and he's obviously got the rushing ability. He didn't use any of that this game. Uh, from what I did see and from the highlights I saw, their offensive line is shit, their play calling shit, and um, and it was his first like game. game as a starter, period. And he had to face off against Miles Garrett, one of the most ferocious pass rushers. In the league, you know, eventually they're going to play as Jets or something like that, and that'll be a confidence builder Dang. game for him. Uh, but yeah, I got to see it, got to see it. And I, what I told Fonz is like, Yeah, go ahead and tell me again how I screwed Michelle over on this trade. <laughs> <laughs> I got this guy who can't even stand up right. I was laughing because I saw on, on uh, Twitter, so or some account had posted like Justin Fields' preseason comment of how the NFL actually feels slower, um, like playing the NFL feels slower <laughs> than in college. Uh, and then immediately following that comment, they show all the sacks that, you know, Miles Garrett had <laughs> on Justin Fields. And they're like, the, the, the end line was like, oh, is it still slow? <laughs> Something like that. So. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I, I think it's the, the the coaching for Chicago. I was actually going to tell you, like, well, you know, Nick Foles and Andy Dalton are still free agents in our league, in case you're interested. But <laughs> we don't we don't care about Bears quarterbacks right now. You brought you brought this up, man. I said whoever goes to the Bears is fucked. So, <laughs> uh, so far that looks to be accurate. I just he looked good in preseason, which is the dumbest thing ever to say. Like, no, I did. mean, yeah, he did. They but were it's talking, like it's preseason. They were talking it's preseason. Him up. They were talking him up. One hundred percent. It's it's basically college. Like everyone out there is trying to earn a job. They're not yeah. the starters. There's a difference between, as Justin Fields found out, college and pro guys. <laughs> like. I'm, I, it didn't work out for me this week, obviously. Uh, so that's a bummer. But saying that comment is a stupid thing to say. I didn't know he said that. Yeah. Because um, all the experts, that's the first thing they say is the speed is way different. These guys, are, when they play against competition, depending on what conference they're in in the pros or in the uh, in college, they're like, oh, you know, they have five uh, NFL like talent. They have seven players that are going to be NFL talent. At this league, 100% of the guys are that talent level. And not all of them are rookies. So, uh, yeah, looks like he and I both learned that the hard way. All right, that's my soapbox there. Dalvin Cook missed. Didn't really cost me because Alexander Madison was awesome. Justin Jefferson, equally awesome. Suck that, Castro. Uh, A.J. Brown, less awesome. (laughs) He carried the ball once for three yards and then got hurt. Uh, I didn't get Tyreeked, and I'm pretty sure – 
Castro plays Miller next week. Yep. And Tyreek's had two bad games in a row. And I think he's nervous about that one. Shocking. He's I'm surprised boom. Kansas is uh, one and two right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I was in the Survivor League, can't, whoever Kansas is playing, which is Philly actually, uh, they're I think they're fucked. <laughs> I think they're going to get blitzed. And they just got fucked. Out of that numbers. building. Uh, yeah, those are the only ones I really want to talk about on my side. Miller's side, I mean, he was bitching to me about having the Saints defense on the bench. He's like, oh, I would have so many more points. And then right after he says that, his Cardinals defense scores a touchdown and ends up with 18 points anyway. So Miller just using his powers once again. Uh, he might have a little steal in Cordell Patterson, who once again what did he put got up? double-digit points. Uh, 10.2, which like for Patterson you'll take. Better than Mike uh, Davis. He, yeah, I mean, because he, yeah. he caught six balls for eighty-two yards. Like if that's how they're going to use him. I mean, that's that's a nice little steal for a thirty-year-old. Cordell Patterson has always been that guy. Um, just inconsistent is is, uh, is what I remember. But so far, yeah, back to back. I thought he yeah, only played special teams like prior to joining Atlanta. Maybe I just haven't paid that much attention nah. to. Him. I, he, I remember uh, when he played. I don't remember who he was with before, but I remember the. Uh, I liked him because he was he was considered a running back and a wide receiver, and would play on the like as a wide receiver. Um, so like you could get. I don't know. I just felt like he was out there a lot in different places. So the opportunity was there for him to score, make a lot of points. It's like, oh, this guy he looks good. He looks fast, but he never did much. I think he was with the Patriots, right, before? For a little bit. I, he was a Viking originally when he came in. Right. And people had him as a sleeper. And Actually, I listened recently to Matthew Barry saying something after Cordero had his first good game, and he's like, well, I'm eight years late, but I called it. <laughs> I said Cordero Patterson was going was gonna to be relevant. Uh, so it happened. So I guess I was right eventually. Wow. On that thing. Um, but, yeah, that's it for our matchup. Miller improves to – Two and one. Meanwhile, I drop my team still in their Super Bowl hangover state. I drop to zero and three. Moving on to play Jacob next week. Uh, Jacob's no pushover team, uh, as we'll talk about when we get to him. He had the high score in week two, and uh, had a pretty good game again this week. But Jose, while we're moving along, let's get to your game. Against Warwick, we said Warwick was no longer the giant killer uh, in name anyways, but he was 2-0 and coming into the game. And you had a pretty convincing win over him. Third highest score on the week for you, 128.84 to Warwick's 94. Uh, Kyler, worst game of the season at 18. You know what I would do for 18 points for my quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> that was his worst. <laughs> Uh, Kyler, worst game of the season with 18. Mahomes got 22, so you didn't lose too much there. Kareem Hunt got you for 21. I didn't see that. Yeah. God. Dumbass. Yeah. Not you. Him. I fucking... I just... <laughs> Dumbass. I should have known. I fucking hate that. Nick Chubb at eight. I didn't even realize this because mm-hmm. this fucker. God damn it. Um, wow. But hey, bounce back game you were hoping for from Saquon. What did you feel like uh, watching him? Uh, felt really good. I, I, I think I got exactly what I was hoping to get um, and what probably a lot of other people were hoping they would get against the Falcons. Um, so yeah, still have a lot of high hope. I, I, I 
have a feeling that'll that'll come come down this week um, in his next game. But it was really good to see Saquon put up Saquon numbers. Um, so I was happy. Uh, 51 rushing yards, 43 receiving yards, and a touchdown for 15. Definitely his best game of the season. He just looked better. He hasn't. He's obviously yeah. come back from injury, so the closer he gets to looking. Um, 100% obviously the the better for you and uh despite how bad that team is if he gets that kind of volume and they're going to throw him seven balls on top of being the primary uh rusher there then um yeah he can be close to to what you drafted him for yep uh and then yeah the human ball of hate Derrick Henry 28 more carries how can this volume sustain for the whole the year king. gosh king guy, man. such a beast 28 carries, 113 yards, three receptions. He's never caught this many balls uh, before. I think he's already almost passed. I wish I had the number. His uh, receiving total for a year, he's, his highest was like 16, and he's already on – I think he's got like 12 already in three games. Receptions? Receptions, yeah. Uh, six, nine. He does have 12. I think 16 is his total across a full season. So clearly, whoever's there now thinks he can catch the ball, and he's proven him right. He's only not caught one of his targets. And so if they're getting involved like that, he was already like borderline number one running back. So I, I think he's just moving even further away in that regard. Yeah, and he did have that two-point conversion right after that Jeremy McNichols rushing touchdown. So I was like, oh, okay, like I'll get two points out of this. Not the full six, but whatever. <laughs> oh, that's right, he did. Uh, and his counterpart, Ronald Jones. Man, I don't know what you do with Ronald Jones right now. I He's borderline droppable. Bruce Arian seems to hate him. Yeah. He he was on work's bench, and I messaged him like a half hour before the three o'clock game started. I was like, "Hey, like check your lineup," because he had uh, someone else in there that wasn't that was out for the game, and I didn't want to. I didn't if I was gonna win, I didn't want to win like that. So I was like, "Oh, hey, like <laughs> check your lineup." And he's like, "Oh shit!" So he swapped out that person for Ronald Jones, and then I was like, "Well, I don't." In my head, I was like, "I don't know how much different that's gonna be," but watch Ronald Jones go <laughs> break off like a career game. But no, he didn't. I don't. I don't know what I would do. Um, I mean, he would definitely be put on my bench for the next coming weeks until he proves himself, but it doesn't look pretty. It does not. And Bruce Arians, like, openly talks shit about him, too. He's, he was saying, like, <laughs> mental lapses. Like, he's like, come on, you're three years in now. Like, you should just – he's saying this at press conferences. Three years in now, you should be, like, understanding this assignment's better. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. That's not good. Um, yeah. It's not a good sign for sure, especially he had some promise last year before Fournette, like, started dominating the touches. But – Running backs in Tampa in general, it's all it's the Tom Brady show right now. Just patting those career stats. Uh Devontae Adams, my God, 18 targets for Adams and Staring Waller numbers. Hey, were you would was this the the game that he got hurt? These that uh, really hard hit? He I think he left the game and then came back in because I got a sleeper okay. sleeper alert and it was like I didn't catch like that he left the game, but I got the alert that it was like, don't worry, Devontae Adams is back in the game. Like, no need to panic or something like that. Okay, so you weren't really worried at all then? Correct. I was not worried. Okay. Well, dude, if you looked at the hit, man, it was a really fucking hard hit to the head. And <laughs> I was worried for you. Oh, kind of. Okay. No, I remember now. I did see okay. that. I was worried. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then he comes back, like. Yeah. So quickly, and they asked him in the at the end you know, of the game, and you know, like you know, she says, "I'm just different." 
I'm just different or something <laughs> like that. Some, some response like that. It was like fucking D's. It's the last fuck, dance, man. Of course that he's trick. gonna hop out of that blue tent and just. Oh, that was a hard up. hit. It was a hard hit. Uh, yeah, not the first time he's been he's been popped like that. Jose, you're lucky you did not see the uh, update. Because it was super ominous, it just said Adams down, like two words, and everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> I wasn't watching the game, but I saw that and was like, "Huh, who's the backup? Like, what's going on here?" And then by the time I turned the game on, he's back in there. I'm like, "What? Why are these guys so fucking dramatic with their posts?" Yeah, put shit like that. I'm I'm this close to just turning those up, those like notifications off. Because you're right, they're 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 terrible, and then they make you like, "Oh shit, what happened?" Right? And sometimes it's not even as bad as what they make it seem. But no, I hate those, man. Freaking hate them. Uh, Adams, another monster game. Looks like uh, Aaron Rodgers maybe isn't as depressed as we all thought. 130 yards and a touchdown for Devontae. Uh, outperformed the counterpart of DJ Moore. Nice game for him. Eight for 126. Didn't score, but 12 and a half points for work. Um, and then the white guy matchup. Cole Beasley versus Adam Thielen, who continues... Woo! To annoy the shit out of me and continue to score again. 50 yards and another touchdown. I'm pretty sure he's three for three so far. One touchdown per game. Yep. Yeah, he's a touchdown every game. Another just, touchdown just machine, man. Is this what he does? I, yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> he keeps doing it. <laughs> I don't get he's it. Doing it. He's doing it. Uh, he beat Little Beasley. Uh, good call by work, though. Caught 11 balls, only for 98, but... If he had scored, it would have been a much better day. Almost canceled out um, Thielen. He had more catches and more yards than Thielen, but didn't score. Touchdowns is where you win the money, though. And then Kittle finally woke up. Oh, yeah. Uh, you talked about maybe your concern with him uh, in the first two games, but finally a decent one, seven for 92 and uh, over 100 yards overall with a, a nine-yard rush. Yeah, I think he was their he was their leading receiver uh, for the game, and yeah, I don't. I I think it's gonna be it's it's super hard to get a um, great tight end that's gonna put up the yardage and get you a touchdown or two. I feel like there's only one now. Uh, everyone else, you're just kind of rolling the die and hoping for the best. But um, yeah, Kittle's a beast. He's a monster. I think the only concern is like his injury. I feel like every five games there's like some injury designation for him, um, like there is one right now. Uh, so <clears throat> that's 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 the only concern for me. But he's a he's a monster. Uh, probably no one else major to highlight. Alan got you got you a touchdown, twelve target. Like all you guys are getting a ton of attention, which is exactly what you want. As I look at it, twenty eight carries, sixteen carries, seven targets. Uh, fucking Thielen just scores every game, but even with that, he had nine targets. Kittle, nine targets. Allen, twelve targets. Debo Samuel. Not the game he'd had the first two weeks, but 10 targets. Like these yeah. guys are all just primary focuses on their team. So um, I love this team, yeah. guys. I love this team. <laughs> As you should. Uh, you're up there now after beating Warwick. Just a rough, rough week for Warwick, like we talked about. He also lost uh, Daryl Henderson uh, to injury on the week. Probably safe to say he will start over Ronald Jones for the foreseeable future as long as he's healthy. And uh, T. Higgins just got ruled out for work uh, in tomorrow night's Jags-Bengals game, so he's going to have to be without him again. But Tim Patrick, Marvin Jones, like, doing okay in their replacements there. Right. Uh, 
But with that, Warwick has his first loss of the year, drops to two and one. Jose, you improved to two and one. And I don't know who you play next week, but we will cover that in the preview show. I'm sure. All right. Let's try and speed through these last couple because no one's here to represent on these. Uh, Another big, pretty big blowout, I think. Well, not the biggest, but uh, Castro won his game. I think the only other undefeated team in the league, 3-0. Over Scott, who drops to 0-3. Castro won 1-11 to 85. Tom Brady did it again. 55 pass attempts. I did not see that till right now. 55. He's just padding stats. I'm convinced. Like he knows it's either this year or next year to end it. And he's just, I think he's just saying, I'm going to make my records unbeatable. Right. I would do the same, to be honest. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. anyone's earned that right, it's him. Um, but actually, he got outdone by uh, the other the guy on the other side of the ball that he played, Matt Stafford. 29 and a half for Stafford to Brady's 28.6. Unfortunately for Scott, I think that is uh, pretty much the only head-to-head matchup that he won. Uh, don't have a ton to highlight between these two, except that, uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor kind of had another lackluster game. I don't know if Castro's worried about that at all. We can ask him on the preview show. Uh, but good enough to beat Scott's Damian Harris and then Joe Mixon, 94 all purpose yards, outperformed David Montgomery's, had a couple bad games. Your boy Hopkins. You know, if only he was as good as Justin Jefferson, maybe he'd put up more than two points. Oh, dang, only two. Hop, hop, hop. I'm just looking at that line. Yeah. Yeah, three catches for 21 yards. Uh, I'm just going to enjoy this while Castro's not here to defend himself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Metcalf finally had his first good game. Castro talked about how he might have been hobbled by a hamstring thing, but – Seemed to uh, have his first bounce back game. Six for 107 and a touchdown. CD, pretty quiet game. Only caught three balls, but still got 66 yards out of it. Here is the biggest one. Najee Harris. I thought this was a typo because I saw he had 28 fantasy points, like in a PPR league. And I was like, how did that happen? And he, he caught 14 balls on 19 targets. Justin Fields threw the ball 20 times in the entire game. <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger threw it 19 times just to Najee Harris. Nine, yeah. Like, what more evidence do you need that that Ben can't throw the ball than the fact yeah. that he throws it to his what, running back 19, his rookie running back 19 times? Oh, they need to bench that guy. That's insane. That's nuts. I I don't know. I didn't look up the record on it, but it's got to be close. He carried it 14 and caught it 14 for 142. All-purpose yards. Uh, I'm sure Castro's happy about that. And Scott, yeah, just rough day all around. Allen Robinson, unfortunately, had uh, Justin Fields throwing him the ball, so obviously he didn't do much. Robert Woods uh, does not have the same rapport that Cooper Cup does with his new quarterback, as he only had three catches for 33. Tyler Board got in the end zone for for Scott, and he got some pretty good output from his kicker and defense, but overall not enough, as we said. Dropped 85 to... 111. Uh, Castro's undefeated self moves on to face Miller, I think. And we'll cover that in the recap episode, probably uh, probably on Friday. I think that's our next one. Uh, 
anything else you guys saw or want to recap from this one? No, just that I don't, I mean, it, Scott's 0-3, I, it's not his fault. Like, I, what's that, uh, good, is it Goodwill Hunting? When Robin Williams is, is, is telling Matt Damon, like, hey, like, it's okay. And he's like, yeah, it's like, okay, or whatever. And he's like, it, it's it's not your fault. And he's like, no, I know that. Like, it's not your fault. And he just breaks down, like, saying, like, whatever. Um, I yeah. feel like that's Scott. Like, it's not his fault. It's just, like, he has the guys who can put up the talent. We saw it towards the end of the last season. But they're just not clicking. And there's maybe one or two that do it. Maybe one's starting, one's on the bench. but And then it doesn't help. He's going against these, you know, these other guys who are just, you know, putting up these high insane fantasy numbers so it is tough but that's all i'll say i think we talked about scott's points against that he was yeah he was i think first like the most points scored against him and castro putting up 111 is not going to help that stat so sometimes the matchup's just tough but that's why we have the sixth place rule where if you score enough you can still get in but like you're saying he's just lacking consistency right now he thought he had something in elijah mitchell and then mitchell gets hurt right after that it's just yeah, it's sometimes those are the breaks. Uh, of course, Jose, I'm going to spend my entire year, I think, figuring out. You know when they do those things for like Spurs gifts, where they'll take a movie scene and they'll just put somebody's face over it, oh, just yeah. recreating that Goodwill Hunting scene with you and him <laughs> every time he loses. We just can put that up. I'm going to figure out how to do that, and I'm going to post it to Sleeper Chat. Oh, it was so worth it. It's so worth it. You did your best. Uh, and actually, he's the he's the director. He could probably do it. I don't oh, know yeah, if you want true. to, but <laughs> he could probably do it. Uh, okay, two more games to get through here. We did each of ours and Castro. That actually one more game. Yeah, uh, we did I, me. Um, we did Jose. We did Castro. We did Will. We did Fon. So yeah, just uh, Isaac and Jacob. Yeah. Oh yeah, Isaac and Jacob. Last one, Isaac Castro. Bum, bum, bum. Isaac and Jacob. Um, Isaac coming off. I was two and zero coming in. Uh, Jacob one and one coming in. Isaac coming off his big win against Miller because any win against Miller is big, even though he trades away all of his best players and somehow still just doesn't miss a beat. Uh, not so lucky this week for Isaac as he fell ninety two to Jacob's one hundred seven. And I'll say this for Jacob: he came in. And as soon as he got control of that front office, just started cleaning house, nonstop negotiations, trades, sold the number one pick, moved players here and there. And a lot of us, you know, as we did, got in the back seat and said, I don't know if I'd do that or I don't he know said, if he no, knows no, how to no. play, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. We did veto one trade, but he seemed to learn from that pretty quickly. And he sw- he adjusted to take all of Castro's wide receivers and Terry McLaurin and Mike Evans and uh so on and so forth but um he seems to have had a bounce back i mean shit he's two and one i'm oh and three at the moment so uh 107.84 on his team um rogers and jones kind of did their thing he's getting by with mike davis you know not the not the sexiest running back but seven points to seven points uh pretty quiet days from hunter henry and terry mclaurin hollywood brown my god did anybody see those touchdowns that he dropped. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we did. We had just given him praise on the preview show saying, I, I think you got to <laughs> start him. Thing? Like, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, is he, and like, honestly, three catches, 53 yards, 5.3 points. Not great. Not, not the, not terrible. Not great. 
but he should have had two more touchdowns. And if he had those, we're saying, yeah, he's a thing. Like he's a no brainer must start for sure uh, going forward. Uh, because even though Lamar is not the best passing QB, he clearly loves Hollywood Brown and he keeps getting open. So more than that, though, who would have thought the most reliable receiver he's got his rookie. And, and I don't know if he auto drafted him at number four or not, uh, but it was definitely the pick to make Jamar chase scores again. He hasn't told us. Well, I mean, I, I haven't heard. So we haven't had him on Jamar chase scores again, not once, but twice. He now has a touchdown in every, all three of his first career <laughs> games four total on the season. Jose, you convinced me not to take a wide receiver <laughs> at number three. J- J- Jamar Chase is everything I wanted number 84 in the Jets to be, and he wasn't. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm glad Jacob has something in Jamar Chase, and these are these are the numbers he's putting up. That's that's amazing. Monster game for Chase. He is currently the fourth best wide receiver in all that fantasy rookie. football. Fitting, because he was drafted number four. Uh, taking over him, obviously, Najee Harris, Kyle Pitts. I took Javante because I prefer running backs. And Chase is the man who got away, and he's off to a great start. All this preseason bullshit about there's no stripe on the NFL ball and I can't see it and <laughs> all the drops that he had. And, uh, you know, he can't he can't get clear of Chidobe Awuzie. Just this is a, needs a reminder, not just for me, but for all of us. Preseason is bullshit. Justin Fields was a god in preseason, and he looked like the opposite. Um, so all this mini camp hype bullshit doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And I will say that it looks like AJ Brown's prediction of uh, Elijah Moore winning Rookie of the Year is not off to a good start. Not with Jamar Chase playing like that. Yeah, I was totally wrong. I remember saying, "Yeah, I start Elijah Moore. Put a touchdown." Well, I think I said, "I think <laughs> yeah." I said one touchdown. Or, yeah, I think I said he was going to get a touchdown this week. And that didn't happen. Uh, it did not. And this was on Isaac's team, yeah? we He didn't start him. He didn't listen to you, but he did get – where is he? He's in taxi. Did he start him? Ah, oh, I suck. Mm. Uh, Week three, are we looking at Isaac's team? Yeah. Uh, he did not start him. Yeah, I think he's in taxi. I just oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, good for Jacob. Jamar Chase, four catches for 65, two of those for touchdowns. His leading scorer on the day outside of uh, – actually, he might have even outscored Aaron Rodgers now that I look at it. He did. Highest scorer on his team. Good for Jacob. Happy for you. We'll get him on the podcast uh, hopefully sooner than later to uh, to talk about it. Maybe when he plays you, William, as his tradition. Maybe. On the other side, uh, we talked about the rough break for Isaac with McCaffrey going out. And for that reason, I picked Jacob to win this one because McCaffrey and Marshall had pretty rough games. Eckler, Jose, kind of – he's getting goal line work. That was yeah, the biggest can, can knock. You- can y'all read me that rank on running back? I don't, it's not number ten, but it's uh, I think it's low. It's higher. It's it's number thirty seven. Top five. Thirty seven running back. Just just wanna wanted to throw that out there. As much as much uh, as <laughs> as much hype on this show that we give Chris Carson, I just want there to be as, <laughs> as like equal amount for Austin Eckler or more. Because look at those numbers. Look at that rank. That's, That's pretty stud. shitty to me. That's a stud. 
RB6 on the season, 3-3 three, three games. Just consistent. 11.7, 13.5, 16.7, just double digits every week. He's only rushed for one touchdown, but he caught in a separate game. And he's getting goal line carries. That was the big knock on him is that they give the ball um, elsewhere. A lot of times it was to Melvin Gordon. I think people thought it was going to be that uh, rookie, uh, not Justin Jackson, but Roundtree, uh, who's there now, yeah. or the other guy who I drafted, who I'm, whose name I'm forgetting. Uh, um, but no, I think that offensive coordinator changed and they're just like, F that, this guy's more dynamic. We can run it with him. We can pass it with him. And, and they're using him. And he's off to a good start for Isaac. Um, and he's going to need it because McCaffrey's out for at least a few weeks. Uh, Hawkinson, back to earth, two catches, 10 yards, one point. Rough game for him, but what are you going to do? He had a hot start. He's going to keep playing him. Uh, James Robinson returned to form. 15 for 88, six catches for 46, and he scored, so 19 point four. Uh like I said, Isaac will need all the help of running back he can get. Yeah. And Trey Sermon by default is the starting running back for the Niners because everyone else is hurt. Uh ten for thirty one. You don't love it, but he did score nine point four for him. Um and that was pretty much it. I just hate the number of quarterbacks I see on people's benches that have twenty plus <laughs> points. Because I'm sitting here with four quarterbacks who couldn't get over sixteen. This could be you if you were willing to trade. Yeah, like that. No, I'm dude. I'll go zero and ten before I trade for another quarterback. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, anyone else? Anything on these two? Ayuk actually had a bounce back game too. Um, Isaac's probably happy about that. I mean, ten and a half points, but yeah, he got playing time. I think I wanted Isaac to win this one. So I think my prediction was wrong. Yeah, I think I called Isaac too. Um, I don't remember what yeah, my congrats. prediction was on this one. Yeah. <laughs> we keep calling. We keep making predictions. We don't. We don't make note of them so when we're like oh what do we do <laughs> honestly i haven't even listened to the last couple i put them in line and then just shoot them yeah. out and then they're just gone and I, I just wait for the negative feedback which uh hopefully is minimal today uh but yeah congrats to jacob two and one isaac two and one and just as a little standings update i guess like i said uh william you and castro are the final two undefeated teams holding on to the one and two slot Close behind, uh, Miller, Jose, Warwick, Jacob, Isaac, all at two and one. Uh, uh, the point differential is pretty substantial with Miller and Jose separated by one, 371 to 370. And actually, Castro also has 370, so a tight race between those three. If uh, you all end up with the same record, which Castro does play Miller this week, uh, the tiebreaker is going to be Really interesting. Actually, oh. since Miller has one more point than Castro, if he wins, he's going to jump into first automatically. Unless right. you win too, William. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? There looks <laughs> to be an imposter among that top four there. If you look at the Where? the, the, the oh. point scores. Man, 370, <laughs> yeah, 371, 370, uh-huh. 318. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Which of these is not like the other, William? Uh, the one that says um, Miller time. Yeah. 
You know, I, I also, I'll, I will say, like, with adding this extra flex, I thought our scores would have been, like, 180 plus. Um, and the closest we've we've gotten, and that, that was Miller, that was, like, a 148, and that, that was wasn't even one. close. Yeah, and that was week one. That wasn't even close to the highest anyone scored, which was also Miller, like, 170. Um, and then there are so there are also a few teams who haven't broken a hundred yet. So I'm just I'm I'm also surprised like our scores aren't what I thought they were going to be. Uh, I don't know if y'all feel the same, but yeah, I also thought it was going to be like a very high scoring. Um, I thought it was going to be like week one where everybody's just like scoring 145 points, 130, but then it simmered down a lot. Week yeah. two, and I was like, yes, okay, <laughs> this is what we're looking forward to. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that is. I don't know if scoring's like down across the league. I don't I don't know about you guys, but we were watching the noon games and it was like 12:35 and I was like, I feel like nothing's happened. There was no offense going on whatsoever across most of the league. Scott um, Hansen on on Red Zone called it out that by like one there were they had there was like nine defensive stop defensive touchdowns yes. or whatever it was that like there, <laughs> there wasn't high scoring because the defensive um uh, like scoring was was just through the roof. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe some data will come out on it. Uh, I also expected a little bit of inflation. Like if the average score was like 90, then it would have been bumped up to like 97, 98 or so. Yeah. But when you look at the names that some of these guys are having to start, like I'm, I've been starting rookie Javante Williams, who is like splitting a backfield. So a lot of the guys that come in are sort of boomer bust prospects. You know, like uh, Chase Edmonds is somebody who's in for William, and I haven't started him yet. But like Will Fuller and Juju, like those guys can go for three or they can go for twenty. Like so, no one's really booming just yet. So I, 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 I'm surprised from my initial thought of what would happen. But as I kind of think about it some more, I'm not because I, I know my team's zero three, so I've not experienced a lot of offense. So it's not a surprise to me. How long do you think you're going to be in the same oh. over Mario? <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit, we party too hard in the off season. Too many photos with the belts. It's because your brother touched it. Oh, is that what it is? He touched it. <laughs> take a picture um, of it. Rounding out the standings, Fonz and Justin sit alone at one and two. And then me, Michelle, and Scott are all at the bottom. Oh, and three, 10, 11, and 12. And I would love to say I don't belong here, that it's just the extreme points against that's getting me, but I don't have many more points than they do. And everyone above me has more points than I do. I just, you know, Super Bowl hangover. What are you going to do? You need to attribute it to coaching. I will say though, poor Scott, like we said, yeah. Points against for you, for you guys, the highest I can see is you, Jose, among the teams with the winning record, 340. Yeah. 340 and you're pretty far a lot of people have 200 i'm sorry justin's got 354 scott is sitting at 392.9 just tough just tough matchups but anyway that is a recap of week three in the books uh we'll be back in a couple days to preview week four and i'll see what kind of voodoo i can get to reverse my fortune because jose i play you next week so if I lose to Jacob, there's oh. a very real, real shot. I'm looking at 0-5 to start the year. Yeah, no, sorry, like, not not next week, but the you know, the week after. Okay. Yeah. I was I was looking at, at your, your schedule and and what could happen, but you know, it's it's you know, we don't we don't have to worry about that right now. But team's gotta wake up. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Anyways, all right. Thanks guys for jumping on, uh hammering this out. 
short a man down. We actually made an hour 15. Uh, I guess I'm proud of that. I wish it was a little shorter, but I'm not going to edit this. So I hope nobody touched your face. I hope nobody besides me kind of clicked around and uh, we'll see what kind of products we get. Any parting words from either of you twos? I'm in a squeaky chair, but not as squeaky as Fawn's. So I'm sorry. <laughs> no. William? Uh, no. Big Willie, 3-0. What's up? Kid is going to hate. Love you guys. Don't forget, if I get uh, the $20 and donate it to somebody, somebody can win it. You got to make the competition first. I'll make it. I'll make it. <laughs> It'll be like squid. <laughs> you haven't told anyone how to win the $20. Yeah, don't forget. $20. <laughs> on the I guess you have some time, Will. I don't think it's going to happen for a while. Fuck you, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Big Willie signing out. Later. See ya.